Welcome to the Eat Local CNY podcast. This is a unique episode, everybody, because this is a recording of a conversation I had with Brent Axe, where I was interviewed by Brent for his podcast from Syracuse.com, the Stick to Syracuse podcast. Brent and I sat down and talked about Eat Local CNY and the restaurant scene and all that kind of fun stuff, even talked about some advertising and marketing in there and it was pretty interesting to be on the other side of the table for this interview and not to be the one that was asking the questions but answering the questions and so huge shout out to Brent for including me in his podcast and in the amazing lineup of people that he's had on his show you can head over to it pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found iTunes Spotify all that kind of stuff and just search the stick to Syracuse podcast it'll pop right up if you want to check out the episode today's episode for the Eat Local CMY podcast is just that rebroadcasting of Brent's episode. But go over there, give them a subscribe, leave them a review, and uh, show them some love. Again, huge thanks to Brent for having me on his show. You know, in this episode with Brent Axe, he's asking me a lot of questions. And for those of you who don't know, Eat Local CMY, at the end of the day, the main objective is to advocate and promote locally owned restaurants and businesses that are in that food space here in central New York. That's why we started the business four years ago. That's why it continues today is to support those local business owners. And I couldn't think of anything that I'd rather be doing right now uh, in my life than trying to help others grow and succeed and reach their goals, whatever those goals may be. And so I love doing this. I absolutely love bringing more attention to the local business owners. We do it by having the Instagram accounts, by having the podcast, having guests on that are business owners. And then we also do it through the Eat Local CMY card, you know, selling that $5 reusable coupon discount card, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just trying to get more business into locally owned restaurants over the franchise and the chain. So I really love doing it. Another part of the Eat Local CNY business is advertising, doing the marketing and advertising for some local restaurants. You know, there's about six of them where I manage all their social media. I do everything from taking the pictures and making their posts and managing their profile and their presence on social media to recording videos and putting those out there and and I really, really, really enjoy it. I think that advertising for restaurants, for business in general, but especially for restaurants in Syracuse and in central New York is so far behind the times. And we need so much help. I feel, and I'm, you know, listen, I consider myself a small business owner. And I struggle a lot with trying to prevent myself from chasing that quick dollar. I have to remind myself that Rome wasn't built in a day and that I'm not going to make a million dollars doing anything for Eat Local CNY over the course of a week. I'm not going to do it from one post, but I'm going to do it from uh, consistently posting great content, creating value for customers, creating value for business owners. I'm going to build my reputation and uh, stake my claim by helping others. And that's not going to happen in a day. And I think one of the big issues that we have when it comes to marketing and advertising around here, and I'm sure it's not just the area. I know that it's plenty of other small cities and large ones all around the country, all around the world, 
where business owners struggle with this because at the end of the day, we are humans, we are people, and we are chasing our dreams and trying to get there as fast as possible. But one of the issues is that we waste so much money on advertising. This is not a sales pitch to come spend money with Eat Local CMY to have me do your advertising. I'm far from the best that there is in Syracuse, far from the best. Um, so this is not a plug to try and get you to come and hire me to do your advertising. This is just a plug to try and prevent you from wasting your money. So if you're a restaurant owner listening to this, uh, you know, listen to it with a grain of salt. Make your own decision and determination. It's just my opinion. But I see there's there's this company out there. I'm not going to mention the name. If you're familiar with them, then you know who it is. There's a company out there. used to have a show on cable access and, you know, out towards the east. And now they run around and they shoot videos in restaurants and try and do commercials. And they charge restaurants an arm and a leg to do this. They come in and they... They shoot a video, they spend a couple hours with you, they feature your restaurant, they interview you, they have their own personality, and then you know they edit them and put them out on Facebook and YouTube and say you're going to get ten to 20,000 views, and sometimes that's true, uh, sometimes it's not, but they charge you way too much money. Listen, we're in the world of content marketing. Content marketing is not a one-time post. It's not one video, it's not one tweet, it's not one picture. Although your life can change significantly with one video, with one post, with one tweet, but it comes at the result of you consistently and constantly posting videos and tweeting and posting pictures. It's not just from one thing. So if somebody contacts you and is asking for $1,000 to come in and shoot a video to feature your restaurant and you say no and they go down to 800 and then you say no and they go down to 600 and then you say no, they go down to four. Whatever it is, that's not somebody you should be giving your money to, in my opinion. Uh, I said this on a LinkedIn post I made a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever this is going to come out. If somebody's contacting you and saying, I can feature your restaurant and I'll, for 800 bucks or 600 bucks, I'll come in and shoot this video and you'll get 20,000 views on it. You need to say no. You need to go on another Facebook marketplace, find one of the hundred find one of the hundred digital cameras that are for sale right now for anywhere from a hundred to $800. Somebody's selling a camera out there, research it, find out if it's a good camera. All you're looking for is a camera that does video and has audio, right? has a lens on it, has a memory card, spend a couple hundred bucks, buy that camera and then email me and I'll come out for a month and spend time showing you how to use it and how to create video content and how to edit those videos and how to put them out there so that way you can get your own 20,000 views for your own content that you're posting consistent videos of and that you're not spending 800, 600 or 1000 dollars with some other company to do a one-time video that's going to get who knows how many views. It might get 20,000 views and that's great, but those 20,000 people aren't coming into your restaurant. Those 20,000 people are more likely to come to your restaurant if you have your own camera and make your own video content that you put out there consistently for years. So please, this is just a plea. And by the way, I'm not telling you to never hire a company to come out and do a video. Just hire the right company. You want to hire a professional company. You want to go talk to Paul Daly over at Congruent Story. You want to talk to Solon Quinn Studios. Both of those people are going to charge you thousands of dollars, and they're going to do 
absolutely extraordinary work. I'm not even saying that that's worth it uh, right now in your business. It may be, it may not be, whatever. But those two companies are masters of what they do. Go talk to the guys over at 325 who are two of the most consistent and best video creators that I've seen in Syracuse. Go hire the Digital Hive, you know, a company that's known for getting results for businesses. Go talk to them. Don't hire some small person that's way overcharging you and way overpromising you to come in and do a video. It's not worth it. It's a waste of your money. You're a small business owner. Every dollar counts. Please don't do that. Learn how to do these things yourself or have me come in and teach you for free and uh, put out your own content. We're in the world where it's free to be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Instagram. All these social media accounts, you know, platforms are free for you to create your own content. I understand that your time is valuable and you may not have hours a week to devote to this. That's fine. There are ways to get around that, like Buffer and Hootsuite, where you can schedule posts, work on a Sunday night, schedule your post out for the week, and then you don't have to devote all that time during the week, but whatever. The point is, there's so much more that you could be doing yourself that's very little cost that will get you the same results, if not better results. And it makes you more genuine, authentic to the audiences that are on these platforms. Please don't hire this company anymore. This is my love letter to the business owners. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but this is just a plea. Please stop giving this person money. In my opinion, in sales, I've been in sales for over you know 15 years. If a salesperson ever asked me to purchase something for one price, and as soon as I said no, said fine, it's this price, which is cheaper, and then said fine, it's this ch- price that's cheaper, I would run for the hills. Please don't hire this person any longer. Thank you. If you'd like any free help with your advertising or marketing, contact me, anthony at eatlocalcmy.com. If you're a local restaurant owner, business owner, it's 100% free of charge. Well, without further ado, here is the conversation that I had with Brent Axe from Stick to Syracuse and Syracuse.com. Eat local CNY. There's just so many questions I have for you. Because the food scene in central New York is so interesting. And if you follow Anthony on social media, if you follow the Eat Local CNY page, if you listen to the podcast, you'll see Anthony, like, you'll do these theme weeks. Like, it's burger week. (laughs) You're doing a vegan one as we speak. Uh, Mexican food. Mm -hmm. You just do these thorough, like, get in get right in there and make sure you're experiencing the product here. So in your adventures Mm -hmm. doing this as best as you can, tell me about kind of how the CNY food scene is as it is today. Oh, geez. The quality or the diversity or what, or just kind of overall, 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 uh, you know, in central New York, it's challenging because there's so many places. It's easy to get stuck in Syracuse. And I get so many people sometimes that will message me and say, you have to remember, you know, there's more than just Syracuse and Central New York. So you always find these gems or hear about these gems that are like out and kind of nowhere, not necessarily nowhere, but just like out off your radar and you find out they're doing these amazing things. 
you know, there's Michael's Fine Food and Spirits in Hamilton and the Hamilton Inn and uh, the Taylor and the Cook in Utica. I mean, that's some of the most, you know, amazing food and some of the better food that's coming out of the, out of central New York, not to mention the Finger Lakes to the west. And so overall, I'd say the food scene in central New York is in this kind of cool transitional stage of um, kind of getting more into its New York roots. What is something you would suggest people try if they oh. haven't here in central New York? Because everybody's yeah. got their own tastes and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think, and I'm one of these people, I've lived here yeah. my whole life. You kind of have patterns. You go to the same places. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like you can get out there and really discover some new gems out there. Yeah. What would you consider something to be a must try if you're if you're mm. somebody who's listening to this like hey i need somewhere new to go yeah if you're in syracuse i'm gonna say Defi cuisine i constantly ring the bell of Defi. um it's by far some of the highest quality food anywhere in central new york um aside from the finger lakes and maybe like the ithaca area it's probably the highest quality food you're gonna get outside of like the new york city hudson valley area um, you have St. Urban that just opened up in Westcott again, along the same lines of Defi. you you know, St. Urban isn't expensive. It's like $39 for, I think a three course meal. Wow. Yeah. And so it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And Defi, you can go to Defi and get an entree for, you know, 20, $30, whatever it is, but you can also do their multi-course tastings. And I would say those two restaurants alone are, uh, must tries for anybody. You know, if you can go out there and spend 50 bucks yourself, then go to those restaurants. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just they're solid. Oh, my darling. Even I mean, the the amount of talent that's coming from culinary schools to Syracuse. I forget the chef's name, but the chef at Oh, my darling is a CIA grad uh, who's at Oh, my Dar- Oh, my darling, you know, putting out amazing food. So, yeah, there's some pretty talented people that are coming back to Syracuse. Uh, or coming to Syracuse, who have never been here before, that are opening restaurants. So tell me about, and there's some branches we'll have to go off of here, yeah. but Eat, Eat Local CNY. Uh-huh. If I follow Eat Local CNY, what kind of advice am I going to get? What are the benefits of, of following you? Yeah, uh, it's just kind of, it's like a hodgepodge. You know, I, you know, you say like there's themes to the weeks, and I don't even mean to do that. It's just kind of the way that it works. Um you know, I think the benefits are just finding locally owned restaurants and maybe some that you've known of and, you know, things like that. I try not to hit up the obvious places all the time. Um, not that they don't deserve, you know, shout outs, but uh, I think a lot of times there's restaurants that open up that, you know, are only here for maybe a few months or a year and maybe they'd stay longer if more people knew about them. I mean, that's probably an obvious answer if they'd stay longer if more people knew about them, but um, I try to hit up some of those places, you know, more times than not. So you have the card. If yeah. I have the card, what does yeah. that get me? So we started the Eat Local CMY card last September, and it is essentially a $5 reusable coupon at, right now, 100 different restaurants from Auburn to Cortland uh, and actually Ithaca as well to Oswego to Utica to tons of them in Syracuse. Uh, if you have this card, which is $20 uh, to purchase at eatlocalcmy.com or Wildflowers and Armory sells them, uh, you go out to eat at one of these restaurants, you spend $25 or more, you just show your card to your server, you get $5 off your bill. Um, and you can use it as many times as you want. 
There's an expiration date. This card expires the end of September this year. And we already have next year's card that's going to be coming out next month. And you can buy that, and that'll be good until the end of 2020. So, In this uh, cross-podcast pollination, too, yeah. we're highlighting a couple of other local podcasts here yeah. on this episode of Stick to Syracuse. You have the Eat Local CNY podcast. Yep. So, And you've talked to a variety of people in a variety of roles, and I yeah. like that because it makes me kind of pay attention to and learn about a lot mm-hmm. of different aspects of restaurants yeah. here in central New York. So in doing mm-hmm. the Eat Local CNY podcast, who are some of the more interesting people that you've talked to, and what have you learned about the restaurant scene here? I've kind of, I'd say if I've learned anything, it's, um, it's you know, probably to follow your dream. I mean, there's so many. I think of, like, Kyle over at Kasai Ramen, uh, you know, I mean, and, he, you know, he's kind of the self-identified white guy from Philly who owns a ramen shop, you know, uh, you know, you have, you know, who followed his dream. I mean, he was in a band touring musician working in restaurants because music wasn't paying the bills and just had this dream to do a ramen shop and followed that. And one day open his ramen shop. Uh, you have Cody and Nick over at Defi again, who two very talented chefs who working in kitchens, but ultimately just kind of went all in on their dream and opened up their restaurant. I'd say if there's one thing that I've learned, it's that, you know, there is success in kind of following your dreams and not necessarily just getting that safe corporate nine to five healthcare job, you know, but kind of going all in with what you have a passion for. Well, it's interesting you say that, Anthony, because he said he was in music and then went to the safe haven of restaurants. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> but yeah. it really does teach you a lesson. Like you got to take a shot. Yeah. You got to be happy. And, and there's one of the great expressions out there that, mm. you know, if you love what you do, it's not work. Right. Yeah. It, but restaurants, as you know, as well as anybody and talking to people and being involved in it in, in most of your life. Right. Yeah. You, you've you've been involved in restaurants yeah. a lot and worked in restaurants and know people that own restaurants. Oh, yeah. and it's in the family. So, you know, as well as anybody here mm. that, listen, it's your life. It consumes yeah. you. Like there's 100%. no such thing as nine to five in yeah. that industry. So you truly got to love it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it doesn't really matter what business you're in. If you're, if you're working for it for yourself, if it's your, I mean, my side hustle is this, my nine to five is Kubal, but you know, I'm up at, you know, five thirty six in the morning working on my phones and, you know, looking at stuff I'm doing for clients, for customers, for Eat Local CMY, coming to work here, going home, editing videos or pot or whatever it is, you know, it really is just going all in with that stuff. But it's like you said, it doesn't really, when you're doing what you love, it doesn't really feel like you're working. You know, when you kind of have that goal in your mind of, you know, one day you're going to achieve this, you're going to reach this level of success, of success. It's just working towards those things. It doesn't feel like work. It just kind of feels like moving in those things. But I think a big part of that is, you have to love the process. You know, if you're just working for that end goal, that one day making a million dollars or whatever it is, that day comes and it's kind of like, all right, well, what's next? You have to really be all in on that process. It's Eat Local CNY. Yeah. But I want your opinion on chain restaurants. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a couple. Yeah, actually, that's funny. This week I haven't been. Uh you know, I'll hit up Dunkin' Donuts every once in a while, and uh, just because there's something about their coffee, I've been told that they put, a, you know, some addictive chemical in their <laughs> creamer, and I can understand, you know, why people say that. Uh, you know, so I'll hit that up every once in a while. If I'm on a road trip, uh, you know, especially a long one, 
you know, you you know, hit up a fast food drive through or something like that if you can't help it. Because um, it's interesting. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, go what, for it. what fascinates me is the. I don't know if it's media driven. Yeah. I don't know if it's social media driven, but mm-hmm. there's always a big hubbub one way or the other. Yeah, for sure. When, you know, uh, what's the re- golden corral? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like people couldn't get enough of when is it opening? <laughs> yeah. And then it opens and there's lines out the door and I'm driving by on 690. Yeah. And it frustrates the hell out of me. Nothing oh, against golden sure. corral. No, I hear you. But here I am talking to somebody who knows as well as anybody. There's hundreds of local restaurants that yeah. if they opened next door to you. Right. You wouldn't go to. Yet we're obsessing about that. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the Krispy Kremes of the world mm-hmm. come and go. I've seen those chains come and go. There was a big hubbub about Chick-fil-A, which is fine. I eat yeah. a Chick-fil-A once in a while. And yeah. I get it. I understand the 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 appeal of something new opening but right why can't we get that when an oh my darling opens up in downtown yeah. syracuse or something like that it does happen don't get me wrong yeah, people sure. you know open new restaurants and people go and and the buzz can build that way right. as well i just find it fascinating that yeah it doesn't seem to be the same as as when these places open you know if there's one thing i've learned from meeting with business owners uh not just restaurant owners but business owners over the years uh, and I'm still surprised every day, honestly, by some decisions that business owners make. For years, I've, as somebody who has a side hustle, is not full time in my side hustle job of Eat Local CMY, but I've always kind of admired somebody who opens a restaurant, somebody who kind of like took that risk, took that jump, and went all in on something. And to be honest, <laughs> most of the local business owners, not local in Syria, but most of the small business owners that I meet, I, I'm like, I could do this so much better than you could. Now, that sounds super arrogant, and it is to a certain extent. <laughs> but it's also true. I mean, there are just decisions that, you know, some make that I'm like, what? Why would you? What's happening here? I yeah. could have made such a much better decision, you know. And is there is there something about that that jumps out? Because I'll, I'll tell yeah. you one, and I'm biased in this because I work in the media industry, yeah. but it amazes me the marketing approach some of these places yeah, take, sure. which yeah. sometimes is like, yeah, we have a Facebook page. Right. It's like, well, you got to do a little bit more than that if you yeah. want people to know about you, right? Yeah, 100%. Maybe your food's that good, and word of mouth will just take care of everything. <laughs> but is, do you find like that's a, mis- a major mistake, or is there something oh, that you gravitate yeah. to? Yeah, I think, um, you know, maybe it's, I'm sure it's every area in, you know, in America, especially in smaller cities. Uh, Syracuse has definitely come a long way uh, since I started four years ago and since, you know, I was just out of high school. Um, Syracuse has changed so much, but we are still, we still have so much farther to go. And there are things, if you were in New York City, you would see restaurant owners making, you know, maybe arguably different decisions, better decisions. Um, but I still think that there's just decisions that we make today in business that, you know, it's kind of like trying to chase that quick response, you know, trying to tr- chase like the fast money and not necessarily playing the long game. And, you know, to be honest, there might be some, you know, listen, there's Bitcoin and you can, you know, if you get in and you have the money, you can make, you know, loads of cash very quickly. And those things come around, come along very infrequently uh but yet we spend a lot of time as business i do the same thing you can, listen i run a facebook ad and i'm like this is going to make me thousands of dollars and you know then it generates no results <laughs> you know you have to run a hundred facebook ads before you really you know jump so uh i think that's kind of what it is you know take out bad decisions and you know kind of um trying to identify what those bad decisions are ultimately it's trying to chase quick money 
you know? And I think that's, I mean, listen, we're humans. Those things are going to, no matter how experienced you are, no matter what business you're in, that stuff's going to kind of have its allure at some point, right? Is there something we don't have here that you want here in terms of a restaurant, a food, a style mm, yeah. that Central New York is missing? I wish we had a much better food truck scene, street food scene, food truck scene. Um, you know, it's come so far. The chef and the cook just invested so much money into like having the chef in the sea, like this amazing food truck that they just had built. Um, you know, you have toss and fire who, you know, Nick just had this amazing food truck built, had like a special crane come in to lift their pizza oven into the truck. I mean, just crazy stuff. And so our food truck scene has progressed a lot in the past two, three years. Um, and shout out to the food truck association who's been, you know, doing that. And, uh, you know, you have city councilman, Michael Green, who, you know, helped the food truck scene go leaps and bounds this past year. But I wish we had a stronger food truck and just street food in general scene in Syracuse. Something where, like, there was more so at night, area where people could congregate and kind of hang out outside, you know, have it, like, be a safe environment where you're not worried about some of the stuff that's going on at night in downtown Syracuse. You know, I think we could still go uh, a lot farther in our outdoor scene in downtown. I know there are so many uh, out there that you yeah. love. You love all your children equally here. But yeah, if right. I had to ask you to pick a restaurant <laughs> mm. that identifies Syracuse, New York, oh, that's which a one would it one. be? That's a really tough one. Uh, uh, wow. Hmm. I would say, I don't know if I could just pick one, but I would say, uh, let's say. Because we know if, what the default answer is. Yeah, for sure. What's the, de- yeah. the default answer yeah. is dinosaur barbecue. Right? Actually, that's the one that yeah. gets the media attention. That seems to be well, the one that comes up in the first breath. Well, if we're talking right, about, wrong or indifferent, if we're talking about media attention, which one defines central New York, then yeah, it's dinosaur. But if we're talking menu, talent, use of local products, I'm going to say it is a triangle. And I'm sure there's plenty others out there that would fit into this. It's a triangle between the Brinewell eatery that just opened up, uh, Devin over there and shout out to Sarah Hassler who helped him get it open. Not only do they use so much uh, local food, but they have it listed on a menu where each menu item comes from, like where this ingredient comes from, who produces it, the area of the state. Then I'd say the other part of that triangle is Deefy. They do the same thing. Not only are they using a lot of local stuff and they have it listed on, like they have, uh, I just had an artist come in and draw where certain ingredients come from and the farms that they partner with. Uh, so not only are they taking local ingredients and using it in one of the most innovative ways um, possible, but then I'd say the third part of that triangle is a place out in Elbridge called Bailiwick Market. They have a family that they employ who their job, and it's a husband who's a retired Syracuse police officer, uh, his wife who actually is in charge of making all their ice cream out there, and then they're like, I think they have six kids the whole family participates and raises their chickens, raises 300 chickens that they use the eggs and everything at this cafe, not to mention all the other local produce and everything that they bring in. I mean, they're growing their own raspberries and blackberries right now to make ice cream. So I'd say if there's not just one restaurant that perfectly, you know, personifies central New York, it's that triangle. It's these restaurants that open up that are either a raising their own chickens or growing their own crops, but then it's 
you know, the Brinewell and its DFI who are partnering with local farmers and local providers and not just doing that, but then advocating for them and announcing that they're doing it. And this is where you can go. So I'd say it's kind of like a triangle of those three. The Eat Local CNY podcast, you can subscribe to that on all the feeds, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it, it's there. And where can we get the Eat Local CNY card? Uh, You can go to eatlocalcny.com. You can also get it at Wildflowers and Armory Square. Well, there it is, folks. Thanks so much for checking out the Local CMY podcast. It means so much that you are checking out our podcast here, whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, you know, the goal of Eat Local CNY is just to spread the word about locally owned restaurants. And so thank you so much for coming and checking it out. And hopefully you've gotten some good restaurant recommendations and headed out there and, and given some support and some love to those local business owners. Do me a huge favor, hit the subscribe button so that way you know the next episode that drops as soon as it drops you'll be the first to know and then leave me a review let us know what you think of the eat local cny podcast reviews and subscriptions are so important in the podcasting world so do me a huge favor leave me a review let me know what you think of the podcast if you don't already you can follow us online facebook twitter instagram snapchat linkedin and youtube all at eat local cny or find us online at eatlocalcmy.com. <laughs>